Today, confusion over the whereabouts of Evgeny Prigozhin. Hong Kong puts a bounty on democracy activists, Macron suggests cutting access to social media, and UK special forces are at the centre of a war crimes inquiry. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Thursday the 6th of July 2023. Wagner Group boss Evgeny Prigozhin is today allegedly back in Russia. Ever since the attempted mutiny a couple of weeks ago, the Wagner boss's location has been unknown. This is despite the fact that when he agreed to halt the Wagner Group's purported march on Moscow, he agreed to move to Belarus. Some then may have assumed that that is where he's gone. However, today, Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko claimed that, as far as Prigozhin, he's in St. Petersburg. He's not on the territory of Belarus. Lukashenko went on to add that, as far as I know, the rest of the Wagner fighters were still at their bases. If true, this means that they're either in Russia or Ukraine, but not Belarus. He did make clear, though, that his offer for Wagner troops to station some of its fighters in Belarus still stands. He's even gone as far as offering them some old Soviet military sites. The BBC has been tracking Prigozhin's private jet for months, and they reported that it's regularly flown between Belarus and Russia, although it's not clear which flights Prigozhin has been on board. In a more odd development in the Prigozhin story today, police raided Prigozhin's St. Petersburg Palace and found a collection of wigs and disguises, alongside forged passports, guns and ammo, a sledgehammer, gold bars, a stuffed alligator and a framed photo showing the heads of his enemies. It's likely that these photos were leaked to the press in order to try and humiliate Prigozhin. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Five people in Hong Kong have been arrested by police on suspicion of providing financial help to pro-democracy activists living abroad. Those detained, aged between 24 and 28, were arrested on suspicion of an offence brought in three years ago by the controversial national security law. Specifically, conspiracy to collude with foreign forces, as well as an older offence of conspiracy to sedition. The arrests come days after police in Hong Kong put bounties of 1 million Hong Kong dollars, or nearly 130,000 US dollars, on the heads of eight pro-democracy activists living in other countries, saying they'd violated national security laws. Hong Kong leader John Lee said the only way for the activists to end their destiny of being an absconee who will be pursued for life is to surrender, adding that they should give themselves up as soon as possible. The Prime Minister of Australia, where two of those bounties live, said that the move was unacceptable. Nathan Law, who was granted asylum in the UK, described the placing of bounties on political activists as unprecedented, but said the actions felt more symbolic because there are limited ways for authorities in Hong Kong and China to get to him. He added that, I will keep working on my advocacy work and raising Hong Kong issues. So that's what's been happening in Hong Kong today. Let's move and discuss what's been happening in France. French President Emmanuel Macron has floated the idea of cutting access to social media platforms during riots and unrest. In a speech addressing the days of unrest following the police killing of a 17-year-old during a traffic stop, the French president referred to the use of social media by young people to organise themselves. He said we need to think about the decisions we make, 
when things get out of hand, so that at some point we can say we're in a position to regulate or cut them off. It's important not to do it in the heat of the moment, and I'm glad we didn't have to, but it's a real debate we need to have when things cool down. Opposition politicians from the Republicans, Socialists and France Unbound parties compared Macron's suggestion to things that happen in China, Russia, Iran and North Korea. One MP from Macron's own Renaissance party said it would be a mistake and would mean abandoning the idea that democracy is stronger than the tools used against it. A government spokesperson floated the idea of a temporary suspension of features such as geolocation. However, others have sought to downplay Macron's comments, with one official telling Politico that Macron said it was technically possible, but not that it was being considered. If you want more content like this from TLDR, then make sure you check out Nebula, where each week we release a roundup of what's been happening in Westminster in our series This Week in Parliament. The UK Ministry of Defence has confirmed that British special forces are at the centre of an inquiry into alleged war crimes in Afghanistan. Ahead of an inquiry hearing, Defence Secretary Ben Wallace said the inquiry is now reaching the stage of substantive hearings, and I can confirm that the allegations relate to the conduct of UK special forces. The independent inquiry was launched after investigations by the likes of the BBC uncovered evidence that SAS operatives may have unlawfully killed dozens of people in Afghanistan, with one unit accused of killing 54 people in suspicious circumstances in a single tour in 2010 and 2011. Previously, the Ministry of Defence tried to get the inquiry to restrict from public view any evidence or documents that tend to confirm or deny the alleged involvement of UK Special Forces in the operations that are being investigated. They have now dropped this attempt, which, according to the BBC, means that evidence of involvement of UK Special Forces in the alleged unlawful killings can be discussed openly in the inquiry hearings and reported publicly. The Ministry of Defence is still requesting that all Special Forces personnel involved are automatically granted anonymity. We end the main section of the briefing with news from Greece, where newly re-elected Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotokis has announced plans to legalise same-sex marriage, marking a big step forward for LGBTQ rights. Mitsotakis, who leads the centre-right New Democracy Party, said same-sex marriage will happen at some point and it's part of our strategy, adding that Greek society is much more ready and mature. Greece does already recognise same-sex unions in some form, and has done since 2015, but does not yet have full marriage equality. In 2021, Mitsotakis appointed a committee to come up with a national strategy for LGBTQ rights, and in 2022, his government expanded rights through a number of reforms, including banning conversion therapy for minors and ending the ban on gay men donating blood. That's all we have time for on YouTube, but the briefing isn't over. That's because I sit down with Rory and quiz him on the news from this week. Oh. Can we, but, can we uh, take a point from him? <laughs> I just, I've just looked like a sexist now. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Terrible. Oh. Um, I, even my little smug correction was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Having a terrible time now. In the extended ad-free edition of the Daily Briefing, only on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. 
That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.